Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Football is in full effect, brother, with many teams showing their stuff early. The NBA Finals are over, but the MLB playoffs are still going. You may not be at the game this year, but you can still be on the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going an extra mile to make sure you can get on the extra action this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to BetOnline today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. All right, guys, welcome to another Pit Panther Ranch, another Sports Ranch podcast. Vlad Harris, your host. Brought to you by Armchair Media. Take a seat. Hashtag. Or hashtag take a seat. Whatever the hell. Whatever hell ever. I don't care. It's Thursday. And I really haven't had much energy to do this podcast this week. I just, I don't know, I just haven't felt like it. But as we all know. On this past Saturday. Although, you know what? There was no fans on the stands and it was ACC Network. So, Pitstall... Typically, it's Pitstall 3-0. Well, well, reality is Pitstall 3-2 now. And they dropped the heartbreaker to Boston College on Saturday, 31-30. You know, watching the game... It was weird. It was like, you know, third quarter, I thought Pitt, you know, Pitt was down, I think, like three points, I think. And it just felt like they should have been down by more. I mean, Jerkovic's obviously the real deal. I, I thought I thought Pitt would be able to handle him early, this early in the season, but I was pretty wrong about that. I figured it would be a close game. Just didn't think it, ended, it would end the way it would. As for As far as, um... For starters, well, we shanked the extra point in overtime, which I thought, you know, when Pitt scored, I thought they should have gone, I thought they should just went for two and been done with it. They were going to get the ball in at first next possession, and I'm not sure if they would have scored on that next possession. I just... The way our offense was going, I just didn't see it. I mean, we can't run the ball, and I think there's there's no running game, and I don't think there ever is going to be. Pitt can't establish one because there's no running back that really stands out that can do it, and, of course, there's no – the offensive line really hasn't been much help either. I mean, Boston College gave Sam Hill some problems a week before, and, of course, they were going to make Kenny Pickett work this week, this past week. And they did. Well, Kenny was 24-47 for about 266 yards and a touchdown pass. As far as rushing goes, Vincent Davis, 17 carries, 39 yards. I mean, on the other side, Boston College, their their lead back only had 15 carries for 36 yards. So basically, it it was going to be on the quarterbacks to do it. 
But if you're a fourth or fifth year senior and you're getting outdueled by a guy, well, who's in his first year starting, well, I can't be too hard on Kenny because you know what? Without him, we wouldn't be shit right now. We really wouldn't. I actually had two T's in this game. And, you know, his legs, I mean, he, the guy makes plays with his legs and his arm. So does Jerkovic. I mean, they're both, both similar quarterbacks. I mean, if I had, if I could take a shot for every time I, the, the announcers made a big bank comparison, you know, I'd have been shit-faced. But, I mean, Jerkovic, I think, is going to have a, looks like he's got a bright future in, you know, in college. Maybe the pros. I think if he would just uh, stop scrambling as much and just throw the ball away, I think he'll be fine. Otherwise, he's not going to have you know many legs left. Now, as far as the rest of the team's concerned, Pittsling receiver was Taser Mack, four catches, 76 yards. Afraz, Jared Wayne, three catches, 53 yards. Jordan Addison, seven catches, 51 yards. So Jordan Addison is um, is doing the Maurice French route. I mean, he's gonna he's he's gonna catch a hundred balls for probably about five hundred yards. Jesus, he's gonna be like you know John L. Williams was in like the first Seattle Seahawks. Boston College aside, Zay Flowers six catches, hundred sixty-two yards, three touchdown passes. He totally burned Pitt. Hunter Long six catches, ninety-three yards. Pitt's secondary for the most part has been has been pretty d- underwhelming. I mean, yeah, we have two really good players and. Paris Ford and uh, DeMar Hamlin, but that's really about it. I mean, this is the second week in a row these guys are getting burned. I'm not exactly sure if it's, you know, if it's those two, but as a whole, that unit has very, been very disappointing. You know, if you, I mean, the thing is, if you can't get a good pass rush on these guys, you got to have a good secondary, and if you if you don't, well, team's gonna make you pay. And of course, they go th- they, th- they go to Miami this week, this Saturday, and we all know how it is with Miami. I mean, Cervoso Adenas of Boston College, he was all over the place. Eleven, you know, eleven total tackles and one and a half sacks, four tackles for a loss. The guy was nuts. Well, that's not Boston College, it's Pitt. I'm sorry, guys. Ah. Phil Campbell, 10, 10 tackles, one half for loss. I mean, the guy, these guys were all over the place. I'm reading the wrong column in this box score. My apologies. On the other side, Isaiah McDuffie for Boston College, 11 total tackles, 0.5 for loss. But a lot of these guys, you know, they had some, um, you know, Dennis had a hell of a game. One person in particular that had a hell of a game was Tyler Bentley. I mean, he made, you know, late, late in the game, he made some um, he made some big plays. But other than that, not too much over, not too much to stands out in the box score. I mean, well, Pitt's down three and two, and it's, well, Let's be honest with ourselves. But Pitt wasn't contending for for a goddamn thing this year. You know, I have my I have my seven wins at most. 
you know, which is fine. That's pretty you know with a, with a, with, a, with a pretty much a ton, with the ACC schedule. When you're playing ACC teams every week, seven wins isn't bad, but there's not much else I can say at this point. Now, if you look at the rest of their schedule, they got Miami coming up, noon kickoff, thank God, so we can wake up and just watch this thing and go back to sleep. Then we got Notre Dame after that. So you're looking at possibly two two more losses and going to three and four. You got Boston College, Georgia Tech. Oh, shit. I mean, not Boston College, Florida State. Their uniforms look the goddamn same. You know, Florida State and Georgia Tech. So you look at possibly two wins there. I mean, Florida State's a very, a very horrible team. And I'm sure we can win that one, I hope. Same with Georgia Tech. And then there's Virginia Tech and Clemson. And VT has been dealing with a lot of um, you know, a lot of adversity on their on their terms of their roster, but I think they should be healthy by then. And then we got Clemson. So we get to be, you know, yeah, we get to be, be destroyed by Clemson. So you look at three and four with Miami, you know, Notre Dame. You win two games of FSU and Georgia Tech. So it makes you, let's see, five and four. And then you finish up five and, well, yeah, five and six. I'm so glad I haven't been on the total wins for Pitt this year. But anyways, not much else to talk about. Just a typical Pitt loss. 2020 has been a weird year, but Pitt is, you know, Pitt's football is giving us some normalcy as they find more creative ways to lose football games. Uh, shaking the extra point, you know, there's not much I can say about it. I mean, Kessman's been pretty erratic, I mean, since he's been here. I mean, he misses chip shots, but he'll make a 58-yarder. And I made the joke that Pitt should, probably should, should have taken six delay a game or, you know, procedure penalties so he can make a 50-yard extra point. It just... I don't know, guys. I got nothing for this game. But, you know, that's what happens on Saturdays with Pitt sometimes. You get blue-balled. And if you're going to get blue-balled on Saturday, you know what? You want at least want your balls to look good. That's why we got Manscaped. With the lawnmower 3.0 and the skin-safe technology, it's, you can even sh- it's got lights. You can even shower. And you, can, you, can, you can clip your balls in the dark if you want to. I don't know if why you want to, but if you, you know, whatever. And, of course, they can smell good, too. So while you're getting blue ball on a Saturday, they can smell good. They can be smooth. Anything you want. And, of course, if you want to make your nails look good, if you, you know, if you want to get that, that whole thing. Like I've said before, I buy my nails. So, that you know, this, the sheer things that they got are pretty useless to me, but whatever. They got that. We got the crop preserver with the, the great bell deodorant. So go to manscaped.com, enter the promo code armchair, get uh, your order 20% off, free shipping. And while you're at it, Pitt hasn't covered all this year against the ACC. They're 0-3 against the spread. Go to betterline.com right now, and, uh, or betterline.ag, whatever, you know. Yeah, betterline.ag actually is what it is. Go there, use the promo code armchair, and you only go get rich. 
Pitt's a ten and a half point uh, dog against Miami. I actually think we'll cover this week, which we'll get into here pretty soon. But you know what? This is a great. But do you know what they got? Notre Dame coming up, so a lot of chances to get rich here, you guys. Go to betonline.ag. Do the promo code armchair and get rich. All right, so we got those out of the way. Um, look at the rest of the um, ACC, what happened over the weekend. Well, let's see here. Georgia Tech smashed Louisville on Friday, 46-27. Big surprise, but I think that uh, Louisville obviously built, bought into their own hype. But Georgia Tech, 46 I think they were. I think they were a huge dog in this one too. If I'm if I'm mistaken. Clemson destroys Miami 42-17. I uh, took a walk, look at this game the other day. Um, Clemson's just still on another level than Miami, and they're just loaded. Now, Derek King. He looked pretty ordinary against us against us um, against his Clemson defense, but of course it's the Clemson defense. How he does against Pitt's a different thing. One thing I noticed about him when he throws the ball downfield, he doesn't seem to give his receivers a chance when he throws it. It's either going to be a, a full blown incompletion or an interception because they had because Miami did have some drops killed because he made some really bad throws. He had the he had his guy. But he made some pretty bad throws. It's like he didn't give his guys a chance. I mean, he. I mean, Miami could. You know, Miami could have ran with Clemson, but Derek Keene didn't give him a chance in this game. And of course, not only that, the offensive line didn't either. I mean, they. <laughs> when, when, when he wasn't that, when, when he you know when he wasn't throwing incompletions or picks, <laughs> he was running for his life. But I will say this: is when he. He's very quick. I mean, he's almost like a running back playing quarterback when he starts running. Once he gets out of the pocket and starts running, it's a whole different avenue. And that's the thing that's the thing when Pip plays him, they're gonna keep they're gonna have to keep him on an island, keep him in the pocket, because if he starts moving around, he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna make our lives miserable. Notre Dame beats Florida State 42-26. North Carolina beat Clemson, beat Virginia Tech 56-45. This was a pretty good game. I watched it. Tech came back and made the game, but uh, North Carolina pulled away. NC State hammers Virginia 30-21, and they're on a roll. Duke beats Syracuse 30-24. I think Dino Babers is done after this. Duke is a horrible team this year. And that's you know really bad for the ACC this you know this past week. Now as far as the rest of college football week goes, Bama beat Ole Miss in an exciting game, 63-48. Saban's uh, died with COVID, so he'll probably be out. You know, I guess he'll coach from wherever. Texas A&M came back to beat Florida, forty-one thirty-eight. This was a hell of a game. Um, Florida's running back fumbled a you know. Fumbled late and ended up costing them. Auburn barely got past Arkansas. Arkansas might begin uh, back quickly as we thought. 
Texas lost to Oklahoma in overtime, 53-45. I think you can safely say that the um, Tom Herman seat is getting hot because they got rid of Charlie Strong, and you know what? They had every reason to get rid of Charlie Strong. I know people get all hard up about this. Things just weren't going too well in, for Charlie Strong. and But Herman brought a ton of hype with him, and he's kind of fallen flat for Texas. You know, one time Texas, like I said, was one of the top jobs in the country. It's not even the top, top job in the state anymore. I mean, you can go anywhere in, uh, in Texas and uh, get, get all the resources you need. Now, as we look at the ACC for this week, we got Clemson, Georgia Tech. Clemson's a 20-some point favorite. I like Clemson that one, obviously. They're going to cover. Liberty and Syracuse. Liberty's a three-and-a-half, three-and-a-half point underdog. Ooh, Lord. Uh, I go with Syracuse in this one. I think they get the monkey off the back. Um, Louisville, Notre Dame. Louisville's one and three. They had a lot of hype this year. Notre Dame's going to dispose of them pretty easily. Duke, NC State. NC State wins that one, obviously. They're a four-and-a-half point favorite in this one. I think... I think they went a lot, by a lot more than that. Uh, Virginia Wake Forest. Uh, I go to the Cavaliers this one. It'll, it'll be a close one, I think. North Carolina, Florida State. I go then UNC in that one because Florida State's just bad. Boston College, Virginia Tech. This is a pretty exciting game because this both teams are really good. Tech is a 12-point favorite in this one. But, you know, Boston College has a really good defense. Over under on this is, 60, is 62. I take, the, I take the under on this one. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Now, as far as the rest of the top 20 is probably concerned, any exciting games for this week? As far as – how is Miami – well, yeah, Miami is 13, but I just don't see him being a third. Oh, wow, look at this, you guys. It, Miami was 10 half point favorite. The line's the, up to 13. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I think I would hammer pit on this one. We'll get into that here in a minute. Um, Georgia and Alabama play. Number three versus number two. That's one game. That's, that's a night game. That's pretty much... Yeah, that, that game of Boston College for Virginia Tech are the two games that really stand out for, you know, for this week. Now, as far as Pitt Miami goes, Pitt's right now at the line right now is thirteen according to ESPN.com. For me, if you look at the recent history of Pitt Miami, Pitt hasn't won a Miami since twenty fourteen, and that was when Paul Chris was the coach. You all remember that game with Chad Wojtek, James Conner, Jonathan Villa. I remember Jonathan Vilma, former Miami Hurricane. Had a meltdown on Twitter over this game because Pitt just dominated them. Then, of course, there was the uh, the Kenny Pickett game, twenty seventeen. This past last year, Pitt lost them sixteen to twelve. Pitt, you know, Pitt had control of that game and then they just let it slip. But as far as the game goes, I mean. It's very tempting to take Miami to cover this game. I just don't see them covering 13 points. I mean, Pitt would have to play really horrible from the cover 13. Especially 10.5, too. 
I would, you know, Pitt would have to play really horrible to do that. Now, Pitt lacks a running game. But, of course, Miami is going to be chomp at the bit to go after Kenny Pickett. And Pickett's a little banged up. So, one bad hit, and, of course, Miami definitely covers because our backup quarterbacks, you know, in the limited time when we've seen them, don't really show a whole lot. I mean, it is what it is. Derek King can't throw down the field as I saw as I you know as I saw against Clemson. I mean, if he's playing against good corners, he's de- you know, I mean, I mean, there wasn't so much that wasn't so much playing against good corners. He made bad throws, and this would be a good uh, you know good game for the defense to uh, especially the secondary to redeem themselves. I mean, this could be a redemption game for King, and it could be a redemption game for Pitt's secondary. Either one. But Pitt's defense must keep King contained because if, you keep, if, you, if, he's, if he's out and he's running, he's going to make your life miserable. He's basically a Pat White. I like Miami to win this game, but I think Pitt will cover. I think they will cover the point spread. Especially if it's 13, I think. Well, it depends. If King, if King gets banged up, well, it gets a lot worse. I mean, one thing people have to do is they'll have to get the ball to the receivers like they've been. Because that's what Clemson was doing pretty much against Miami. They were doing a lot of short passes there to the receivers. And they were basically, you know, basically catching them off guard. And Miami really didn't have anything to Against clubs, they had no material because they were doing a lot of you know trick passes and whatnot. Anyways, guys, so if I'm gonna pick a score, I'm gonna say, "Whew, I'm gonna go Miami 28." Oof, I had picked covering this game, and now I'm like. Backtracking, I'm like, well, Pitt actually, you know, I think, I mean, if Pitt's going to win this game, it's going to be low scoring like it's always been, like a 23-20 game or a 17-10 game. I don't know. You know, I have Pitt covering this game, but you know what? I don't know if they cover now. I'm, I'm I'm like thinking about this now. So I'm going to go with the score. I'm going to go 28, Miami 28, pick 10. So, yeah, I, go, I take it all back, you guys. Pitt's not covering. And if you're taking gambling advice from me in this game, my suggestion is don't because I'm horrible at it. Anyways, guys, have a great weekend. Let's hope for a victory. How to Pitt. Bye.